All right, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Rapids podcast post game show presented by Evoca TV. How did you watch the game today? Did you watch it on some sketchy stream? Did you did you have to click through a bunch of ads and a bunch of weird uh, pop ups and have a crazy Discord channel on the right side of the screen talking all sorts of crazy stuff? Well, guess what? You don't got to do that anymore because you can get Evoca TV. Evoca TV has all your favorite Colorado sports available to you, including Altitude TV. You can get all your Rapids coverage, your Rapids games, and of course, your Avalanche coverage as they are up to nothing in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, our man Yaya here has Avaka and he loves it. He watched the game on Avaka today. I'm actually still watching the rocket, watching the avalanche replay right now. See, there you go. You can you can record it, which I'm sure he did, and then we'll probably watch it two or three more times because he loves the Rapids that much, and he can and it helps having Ivaca TV as a Rapids fan. It's a whole new way to television delivery. Um, there are no hidden fees. There are no contracts. Go to Ivaca TV slash DNVR promo code. D-N-V-R gets you $10 off your first three months. That's $15 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees. Go ahead, sign up, get your Rapids on with the homies from Ivaca TV. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's break this down, man. We got a 1-1 draw against the defending champs in New York, and I don't think anyone, anyone at all, would be mad about a 1-1 draw if you told them yesterday, hey, tomorrow they're going to go into Yankee Stadium against the defending champs, a team who already had a huge run into CCL, who's right near the top of the standings in the MLS, and we're going to get a point out of it. I don't think anyone would be mad about that. No, I think it's a good result for the most part. Um, actually, I think it's a great result. Even it's though a great result. You need a win. You actually sure. – the Rapids visibly need a win right now. But, like, how if you watch this game and you and then you go and see the score one and one you're like, wow, the Rapids got really lucky for the most part. I would say they got pretty lucky. I would also say they left some. They left a lot of offense on the board. Um, I, you know, I think it could have been two one either way. I think it could have been. You know, I, I really think, um, you know, there were obviously some MVPs of the game, but um, most notably Mikey Arios gets off the side after 20, 20, 20 goalless games dating back to Minnesota's last year on the road. Gets one off a great find from Mack at midfield. Um, it seems like a longer pass than it is, but it's Yankee Stadium, so it's a pretty short pass to him up near the box. Makes one defender miss, run, buries it in the corner. one nothing in the 69th minute. Four minutes later, less than four minutes later, uh, they NYCFC on just a beautiful ball. Danny Wilson loses his man off the chest, one touch into the back. Um, just perfect. One t- Sorry, one timer, not one touch, but equalizer. Rapids hold on late. Yarby with some nice saves down the stretch. Um, I thought everyone was involved in the defense late, which was nice to see. And they escaped with the draw. Uh, who would you who would you take away as your MVP from today's draw? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think anybody deserves an MVP today. Fair. I thought everybody was. I thought even Barrios was bad. If I'm honest with you, if it was he had his moments for goal, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think he can. Uh, like if it wasn't for that goal, you would have been giving him a C minus game as well. Yep. 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 Um, also, I thought it was just sort of a strange substitution pattern, strange lineup. Um, such a short field where you need runs and not necessarily passes to open things up. Not having Lewis and Barrios starting together, I thought was a strange choice. Um, 
late when you need to hold on for a point, not bringing on the maximum allowed allow um, allotment of subs and not bringing on two more fresh bodies there at the end when all you brought in was Mesquita. Um, I thought that was strange. Um, but again, you escape with a, with a draw. The Rapids road woes. I can't say they continue because a, a draw against NYCFC is a good result, period. And you can always find things that are wrong in draws and in losses and in wins, right? You can always find something to nitpick. But the fact is they started this two-game road trip where they have to go to one side of the country and then the complete opposite side next weekend with a point. And that's about as good as you can ask for, I think. If if I – thinking back at it, if I have to give somebody the MVP for the Rapids, it's probably going to be the refing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, dude. The the Rapids were beneficiaries of some calls. That could yep. have gone very bad very quickly. I I yeah. really thought I'm positive about this team, but I really thought this whole team was really bad today. Um, I really I really think nobody played good. Like I couldn't pick out a bright spot, but the bright spot is that even when they played bad, they still got a tie against. I will say AFC I, champ. I will say individually, there's not a a lot to take away from the game. Collectively, I think you have to like how the defense communicated um, and how they they didn't really break the line too much. Um, Danny know, Wilson, man. Danny Wilson was rough in the middle. He was rough in the middle. There's a couple Lawless times Lawless was stuck really there. bad too. See, that? Wallace, I thought was had some really really strong moments and also had a couple pretty rough moments again, especially when he got caught with Castellanos. That guy's too good to go got, to have Wallace one on one. He got caught with a uh, Magno too. He's oh, so yeah, Magno's so good. He's so sick, I love him. Great player, dude. Great. Dumb <laughs> watch, fun to watch. Uh, one of the premier should be one of the premier players in the league next year, if not more this year. Yeah, dude. Um, but Keaton Parks too coming on late for NYCFC was really impressive. Um, Yarby had holy. a great save off that. He had that touch to his left, send it to the corner. Yarby had to have a diving save, but he held on. Um, I thought it was a really good game from Yarby. Um. I thought Yarby was like decent, but again, man, I think that defense was bad all the way around. Like I thought, it's weird, man. Wilson is Wilson's on a rough stretch lately, and I don't really get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know where it came from. And the thing is, like, not just Wilson. I think Lala's has been on a really rough stretch as well, right lately. Yeah, dating back to Kansas City, probably, huh? Yeah, Lala's has been kind of rough. Uh, Estevez, I thought, brought some energy, Mm -hmm. but he was not communicating that uh goal that he let that goal that they let up that they gave up. Um. He's responsible for that too. He didn't pressure at all. He needed the ball pressure, yeah, yeah. across. You needed that to make that a harder pass. Uh, and he stood back and watched. Same thing with Mac. Mac yeah, wide open, wide open guy on the ball, wide open guy in the box. That's going to be a goal 100 times out of 100. And then, like, literally, you guys gave him, it was at that point, it was just a practice round. Like, all right, can I get it to your chest and can you, like, knock it in? And I mean, that was a sweet, happened. dude. It was sweet. Chest didn't touch the ground. Buried it. That was a uh, gorgeous, gorgeous Magna. Um, Honestly, it wasn't a very high events game. I wasn't. Mm-mm. This game sucked. I thought this it, game it did so much. Yeah, it was like from the Rapids' perspective, but like I thought NYFC was kind of bad too. They weren't like electric or exciting like most people expect them to be. I thought the field was horrible. I hated the angles. The shadows made it hard to watch the game at times. It was. Bitch, I thought this, this whole thing, this whole process today, sucked. That pitch is is oh man, it's it fakes it fakes an exciting game because it's so quick. It's two passes, 
two, three passes and it's box to box, right? You can go box to box and three passes and one, one decent run. So it seems so exciting because all of a sudden, oh, look, they're in the attacking side. Oh, they're on the attacking third. Oh, they're in the attacking third. And but nothing really happened. There was not a lot of good chances today. I think there was only one shot on go to- total in the first half. It was a comfortable save from Yarby. Um, there was the off the woodwork off the bottom of the bar that just saved the Rapids' life in this game. Um, but I mean, you know, and, and we said on on uh, our pod with Matt Pollard this week, and I said it in the Twitter thread: the Rapids, if they wanted to come away with a point, had to score first, and they did. And you got to give them credit for that. They their defense held on long enough for Barrios to find the back of the net, and they put themselves in position to come away with at least a point. Yeah, dude. Again. I thought they did. They did what was that's what the one positive about this game today that it sucked. I'm like, again, I'm gonna emphasize it so hard. It sucked, it sucked all the way around. And it's positive because the, the Rapids still came away with the point. That's yeah. something that you, I feel like three weeks ago, if we would have said that, I would have been like, wow, that's amazing. I wouldn't have trusted yeah. for this team to do that. So I think it's a great sign of things to come that. Even though they're rusty, they're still trying to get back into a swing of things. They're going to come in with like, hey, you know what? We're going to get results no matter what, which I think is very positive for them. I think this was a gutsy win when when nobody can really break through. And that it's this is a tough park to play in, man. It's, it's really tough for anyone to break through because it's so condensed, right? All of a sudden, you're at the next line, and it's like you're in the midfield. Okay, now there's this whole line of defense. It's just it's tough to anyone to really break through, which was why I was surprised that Lewis and Max didn't really get much run at all today. But, you know, it's tough to break through, but collectively when you do it, and and, and they did, and come out with a win. Um, I do think, you know, when you point to the negatives, man, a lot of yellows, a lot of yellows. They're going to be without um, both Lawless and Brian Acosta next week, which – I mean, Acosta, you know, probably probably okay to, to see what else you can do in the midfield there, I'm at least to see your options, but I hate that Acosta Price lineup. It's terrible. People are it's so terrible. About it, but it brings nothing. It's price terrible. gets washed out. Acosta gets washed out. There and I thought maybe I thought maybe the problem, especially playing in Dix, which is wide open, having just those two in the midfield was a problem because there was too much space around both of them. Well, now we just saw what it was like when there wasn't a lot of space around both of them and they could play a little more possession and it did not go very well. There just wasn't, there's not enough um, dynamism. They're not dynamic enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's like, they're, they just wash each other out because they do a lot of the similar stuff. They work around a lot of the similar stuff. So it doesn't bring anything new to the table. I would love to bring in a, Again, that's also product of Max of uh, Rubio not being available because Rubio usually takes that uh, false nine spot, which is basically a ten. Um, and then it's Mac and Price playing that midfield, and they navigate that. Uh, but I just I thought today was a great chance for uh, Fraser to bring in, maybe maybe try out um, Max up there on that ten, see if he could create anything. Exactly. Maybe even, maybe even Yappy play him that false nine, see what he can do. Like, there's a chance. Like, he's fast. Like, we don't know what he can do in that position. Like, it would have been fun to watch. And I think today would have been the perfect time for that. And I just think he got a little too comfortable with the lineup that – He played it safe. Yeah. He's a little too, like, I don't know what to expect from this team right now. So, I'm just going to go from who I know is going to bring something to the table. Yeah, his subs were Lewis and then Beta and then Mosquito. You could not play that any safer than that. And I hated that price uh, sub for uh, who was it, Lewis? 
Uh, on the broadcast, they mentioned uh, perhaps something bugging in his calf, um, which we'll keep an eye on this week. Hopefully he's fine to go against Portland. Probably was more – I mean, I bet you if it was season on the line, he would, he could have played. But um, I'm not worried about it. If they, you know, if they want him to take it easy, they got the point. And if it wasn't if it wasn't anything like wrong with his leg, I hated that substitution. Sure, I thought it was a really bad one, not because it was Lewis, but because it was Price. Take a yeah, should have taken off Acosta. Yeah, exactly. Like he did a lot less. At least at least uh, Price was being a gritty out there. He was throwing his body around. He was trying to stop playing the midfield. Uh, And Acosta, I for I didn't even know he was like I didn't see him on the pitch and forgot he was starting until like minute forty. Honestly, honestly, he he just disappears. He disappears, um, and especially he's if he's not. Sub. I mean, if he's not going to be on the, you know, if Acosta's not going to be on the ball on free kicks, what's the point, right? Like you have Price out there who's going to take all the free kicks, right? And so what's Acosta is just so redundant. We all thought, oh, cool, Acosta, you know, Kellen Acosta leaves, we bring in Acosta, great, like for like. But really, what you're doing is just playing a a B grade version of Jack price next to Jack price. And and you don't, this offense doesn't need it. This defense doesn't need it. It doesn't really make a ton of sense. And, and, and we're going on about six games, six or seven games now where they've really tried to push those two together. Uh, and it's just been, it's There's just, I haven't there. seen enough positive to say it's worth, it's worth going forward as that. Yeah, there's nothing there. There just isn't. He's a great substitution for Price. When perfect Price, substitution for Price. When you want to keep the same uh, energy going, when you want to keep the same uh, dynamic duel between Price and Matt going, Acosta's who you need. You don't need him next to Price. Like it's not working. It's time to like look for something else. I'm hoping that with the if he, I'm hoping Price is okay, and we can get Rubio back in that false nine. And he can play kind of like that 10 false nine um, role that he was playing with Sardis. I'd love to see that and go back to the four ba- uh, four line in the back. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I hope happens. That's my favorite formation. I've made that very clear in the past, past podcast. But I don't know, man. Something needs to change this team when it comes to uh, energy wise. Feels like no. it feels like there's no dy- nobody dynamic on this team right now. Nobody no, has over games. Now, they did make a move uh, this week. It was after the podcast, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Um, But they brought back Sam Nicholson um, for the second time after spending some time uh, in Blackburn Rovers, which were in the uh, third and fourth division of English soccer. Blackburn Rover legend, by the way. People love him over there. Sure. I mean, why not? The guy's fast as hell. Um, Probably, you know, decent with the ball at his feet. Um, He's definitely a spark plug, and it makes sense that he would go over there and and be a fan favorite. you know, he played, I think, 114 appearances or something for the Rapids, only scored five goals, eight goals, something like that. Not a lot. So I don't think he comes in and finishes and finishes and and, and, and solves that problem of scoring goals. But in terms of dynamic, maybe, right? Then if you can sub him on instead of Mosquito late, you got, you know, there's definitely pace, creativity that isn't there with Nico. So I'm curious to see how he's used going forward. I'm wondering if one of these wingers between Lewis or Barrios may be on the way out. Um, it's possible. I was ask you, yeah. It's possible. Barrios. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I think Lewis, though, I think Lewis is coveted. I think Lewis is like a coveted MLS piece, and I think 
I think Rapids fans are perhaps a little blinded by their frustrations with his finishing so far this season to realize like the, the PC can be in the right, in the right offense. Um, but see, it, like it, the frustration with Lewis, like it's not even the finishing at a certain point. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. And, but he also like sometimes just kind of stops playing, becomes invisible. You really can't find him. And I would say lately that hasn't him. been the case. Lately. Well, he's been playing I, really well for about two months. I don't think it's – I think he's had a couple of games the last two months that, like, have really, like, outshone him, have, like, really, like, presented who he is, like, what he could be. But he doesn't do it consistently, consistently enough for people to be like, okay, there's the player we need to be a part of the future of the Rapids. And like how I said, I think that's the very frustrating part because he's a super talented player. He lo- uh, People love him around here. And the issue is that he just isn't consistent enough. You become an actual piece that people can rely on every week. Well, so Mikey was in the same place. Mikey was in the exact same place. Flashes here and there, but not finishing. And I think if you look at how he finished the Nashville game as a sub, he played about 30 minutes um, and was dominant on that right side. Um, and, and he gets the goal today. Is this is this a return to 2020, 2021 Mikey Barrios? Is he back? That's what I was wondering. Like, I hope that this opens up floodgates. Me too. He's been making the runs. He's been doing the correct things. But again, this game, the goal came, but he wasn't good this game. I think after the goal, he really found. Yeah. I think it's just your game has to change. Like, that you, especially with this formation, your game really changes on such a small field. Like, it really does. And I think it took them about 60 minutes to really figure out where to be in attack where to make runs, especially when those wingers, you know, those outside backs are catching up to your wingers. You know, where do you make the run? Do you run into the slot? Do you drift middle? Do you, you know, like, do you want your wingers holding up and passing off to runs from your defensive backs? Like, how do you, you know, how do you play it? And I thought he really found himself in possession, definitely worked that right side a lot more late. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he's back. Yeah, I think Mikey's back. I think it's pretty true that right after that goal, he kind of figured out. He figured something out on that uh, New York defense. Um, I don't know, man. This is like one of the best ways to be frustrated, I guess, because it's a tie against right. the really good team. It's like a good result. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just frustrating. Great result. Like you didn't expect them to win, but it's frustrating seeing so many players have bad performances. But then yeah. you kind of look back and you're like, well, NYFC's top guys also didn't have good performances. No. Like, so it's kind of like, <laughs> It was like you could tell they were both like on a long break. You could tell they were kind of sluggish on both teams. You could tell that this international break really did some things to like they haven't settled in. Like they kind of lost their form all teams around, I think. Because if you saw that LAFC game yesterday against um, Seattle, same thing. Super slow, super like kind of sluggish. It was what it was. So I think I'm hoping that this results can catapult them with a little bit more energy against Portland next week. I think that locker room feels way more positive about that result than any Rapids fan that watched it is listening to the show right now. Um, you you went across the country. You didn't have your leading goal scorer, and you know you were you were faced with yellow cards all over the place and you still came away with a good result against a good team. Those guys have to feel good going to Portland. Have to. For sure. That's have to. I mean, how I said I'm frustrated more as a, like watching the game sucked. <laughs> the pitch sucked, the refing sucked, 
The best part about this game to me was literally Marcel Balboa and uh, Richard Fleming. They yeah, great, and they were so fun to listen to this game. Um, and I like I thought the play on both sides was really bad. Not just the Rapids. I'm not trying to single out the Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the play on the like I thought the pitch sucked. I said the shadows were really hard to keep track of the ball when it went to the corners. Um, I thought today was just how you said it, it's a gutsy result in a weird kind of game. Yeah. Uh, if you want, if we really quick just want to bounce around before we get out of here, the way the MLS uh, scoreboard worked out for the Rapids again, it just kind of worked, right? Like Dallas loses, Galaxy draws, Nashville is losing two one right now in the second half. Um, Seattle with that uh, draw against LAFC, they're all the way up to twenty points out of nowhere, and they're in seventh place. Vancouver. 20 points all the way up into eighth place. But Colorado has sort of passed. Now they've passed Houston and Minnesota by one point. They're sitting in ninth, uh, 19 points. Houston and Minnesota at 18 behind them. And Kansas City, I guess, oh, Kansas City can jump up to 19 points right now if they hold on. Um, But for the most part, they are just one point clear of that last playoff spot, four points clear of Nashville uh, in the sixth spot. So, Overall, you would have loved the three points, but with the draw and the way it worked out, I think you have to be pretty comfortable going into Portland. Yeah, yeah, it is. You are comfortable. And it's like, yeah, you were dreaming a little bit of a win because of course they were not letting NYFC go by as soon as they scored. They Pollard and Plone and all the and Vinny, they all had their lead written up like first road win, baby, but no, it didn't happen. Didn't as happen. As, yeah, as soon as they um as soon as they scored. The Rapids just kind of waved the red uh, the red flag and were like, come over here, NYFC, ole, yeah. and let yeah. them go right through. Man, just court. one just terrible, terrible defense. Because they were – I thought the defense was great after the goal. Dude, just the pressure. <laughs> they gave them so much space. They would like a quick defensive breakdown that started all the way like with Mark Anthony K. Uh, Nar running up to um, – was Maxi Rodriguez, right, the one that – um, or whoever gave the assist ran up, didn't uh, pressure the pass. I think it was Maxi. Yeah, I think. I'd have to look, but yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. But like they didn't, they did had no pressure on the pass. Um, and then Danny Wilson just let Magno go, and it's like, okay, it is what it is. Like great goal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm, who was it? Yeah, I mean, it was a really great goal. Either way, yeah. either way, uh, I don't think it's that important who it was, but it's just. It's it was not. a huge defensive breakdown it's all not. the way from the midfield that that happened immediately. Basically, yeah. it's what it felt like. And the defense didn't bail them out. Right. All right, yeah, yeah. What do we have on tap coming up this week? This week is going to be a weird one, guys. I'm going to be out in and out for the most of the week. And why and is that, bud? On Friday. That's right. He's I'm getting hits, baby. Let's go. I'm doing the thing, the thing that many men fear. Um, taking the plunge, dude. Yep. So I'll be getting married Friday, so I won't be part of the post game. So you'll be uh, joined by Mitch and Andre Simone, the original. Andre, Dre, let's go. So it's going to be really fun with them. Uh, as for show, we'll see who we bring on. It might be an audience VR show this week as well. Let's go. Um, it might be an all uh, an audience VR cast. We'll try to figure that out for this week for sure. But hopefully we can have a lot of fun with you guys. And hopefully you guys can keep watching along with us and keep watching the Avalanche win. Yeah, what's going on tomorrow? 
Uh, tomorrow, the Avalanche are going up 3-0. That's right, baby. DNVR is going to be lit. We have. Dude, I am exhausted. <laughs> I am have, completely <laughs> exhausted. We have custom pom poms we're handing out. We got a ton of shirts coming in tomorrow. Although I, I can barely keep up. I've never, I've never had, like I literally I sell out everything right when the next batch comes in. Um, but come get swagged out. I'll be there all day with Riley holding down the merch corner. We have tons of cool giveaways. Yet uh, yesterday we gave away a mini air hockey table from the homies over at Breck Brew. Uh, we got all sorts of stuff to give out. Um, everybody's been coming through for us. Athletic Greens, Breck Brew, uh, Manscaped gave us some cool stuff to give away. Uh, sports fan over on Federal. So shout out to all of them. They've been helping us out. Um, make sure you go to DNVR Sports YouTube page and, and subscribe there. Like our videos. really helps us out. Um, make sure you get your subscription to DNVR and grab an annual pass. Get a free shirt as well as all the perks at the bar. Um Subscribe, uh, follow Yahir at Yahir G underscore Vasquez. Follow me, Mitch underscore underscore Carol. And more than all of that, baby, up the pits and up the ass.